When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, all you Three Birds fans, to another episode of Three Birds and a Punt. My name is Afia, and I am joined by my friends Whip and John. Say hey, guys. Hey, hey. All right. We are back in business. The title of episode 29. All right. Please make sure you are subscribing and downloading Three Birds and a Punt on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget that we're also on YouTube. You can find us at Three Birds and a Punt. Please make sure you're also following us on Instagram and Twitter. We appreciate all the support and the fan engagement we've been getting. We really, really do uh, hear you, see you, and connect with you all the time. And I really want to just jump right into it. It's been a crazy summer, bunch of trades, bunch of rumors about trades, bunch of different uh, uh, changes in teams and formations. But first, before we even get into the Eagles and what they got going on in training camp, I want to start with this whole Ben Simmons bullshit. This idea, all right, sorry for you folks who are kids, this is an NC-17 show. Um, (laughs) But that report from Jason Dumas got me a little hot. This idea that Ben isn't talking to anybody in the Sixers organization, not even JoJo, not returning no calls, wants to be traded, okay with being traded. I don't know. It got me feeling a certain way. So I really wanted to talk to my guys, John and Whip, just to get their perspective on this whole thing. And and what do you feel like it it means for Ben and the Sixers? Seems like we're heading for a divorce. I really want to start with John. He's He's my resident basketball guy so really let me know what's going on with this whole Ben thing and and why is he comfortable with being traded hey hey it's good to be back good to be back it's a difficult and weird situation to be in just given how at the season's end Ben and his agent Rich Paul met with the Sixers brass and everyone was trying to figure out what they were discussing and uh, Anthony Gargano on 97.5 mentioned that by by him going with by Ben going to going to see the management with his agent shows that he was scared of being traded and that he wants to be here and he got that from an inside source okay. to to the breaking point where that we're at now where Jason Loomis's report was a credible uh, um, columnist things like that. He broke a story today, and now we're here. Uh, ben did just buy a house in California. Um, it's 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 unfortunate. You know that 
there's a, there's there's almost like no only resolution I think at this point would be to trade him. Mm-hmm. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't. I think the Sixers are going to keep him. He he got that max. Bullshit. They signed into their rookie max, and it might be two months for for the next team to take Bullshit. on. And I mean, it's it's I. Bullshit. I hear my I hear our uh, resident Scrooge over there. <laughs> Let us know how he feels about uh, uh, John's uh, well-reasoned take, I should say, on this whole situation. But I know, I know, we cannot go out without the Grinch got something to say. So, Whip, what what do you think about this whole uh, Ben Simmons report of wanting to be traded and uh, not returning uh, Sixers phone calls, especially JoJo? Like Chris Brasara said, they ain't for Ben Simmons, anyone. I say, I oh. say, fuck him. Okay. Um, Chris Broussard was on. um, Don't mess words. He was on um, Undisputed, and he he basically said, "Man, Dame for um for Ben. They just waiting on Dame to be like, yo, give me, you know, give me the okay. So if you want to get traded, we know where we're sending you. Listen, man, I I I heard what you said, John, and 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 my bad, everybody. Salutations. Well, it's good to be back. Um, but I want. You want Dave too? Well, yeah, oh yeah, the only player. Well, here, here's the thing. The thing that's stopping us right now is Dame loyalty to the to to Portland. Yeah. That's the problem. And the moment when Dame realizes that shit ain't going to work, just like Ben realizes shit ain't going to work, they can they can make that switch. But to stick on to Ben Simmons, you know, being from Philadelphia, man, and and seeing some. Some cats like the Brian Dawkins come through here, you know, that give their heart and soul to the city. Then you see cats like Carson Wentz who baby the fuck out. And now you got another one that's going to baby the fuck out because of some shit that he did, you know? And and now, because because your teammates criticize you and, you and what your coach said to you, now all of a sudden you want the fuck out. You're not answering calls. Man, fuck you, bro. Leave. I'm, I mean that shit. Like, I don't give a fuck about the cat, man. Let him take his 6'10", ball-dribbling, so-called defensive ass over to the fucking west side. You know what I mean? I don't want him to fuck here. Because guess what? Let's, let that shit be somebody else fucking headache. Fuck Ben Simmons. And anybody right. that know him that... It could, be, it could be leverage, though. It could be leverage. Man. Because if you think about it, he didn't... He didn't when, the, when, the, when the time came, he passed up a dunk. And he's a dunker, so he. I mean, I think he needs to see a sports psychologist. Ben Simmons. I mean, who's to say that he's not John? Who's to say? Who's to say that Ben Simmons? Because because I feel like on 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 the one hand, I want to be very very accommodating to the idea that every sports professional is going to go through a sort of mental health because mental health is physical health. So there's pressure and there's expectations and there's all the stuff that you put on yourself that, that ties into it. So I don't want to take away the human element to the, to this whole thing. However, we just talked about Ben being a max player. He is a man with resources. He is a player with resources. And I do think there is there's something to be said about a mindset that refuses to grow or refuses to learn or refuses to get better. I don't know if a sports psychologist you can't you can't manage a, a closed-minded individual in that sense. 
someone who feels like their game is 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 perfect as is and there is yeah. no room for growth and i yeah. feel as though yeah. unfortunately that's where ben simmons is at mentally he just does not feel Dude like spoiled. he needs to develop a he's jumper. spoiled yo they, yeah. look, look he's spoiled period point blank from the time he got here man they 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 kissed his ass and he got so used Fresh to it and, and and it's like he just feels as though I'm going to do what I want to do. We've been telling this dude for years, work on your damn game, bro. Shoot the damn ball. And, you know, it's bad when the whole crowd and even the team celebrate when you shoot a fucking three-pointer. Like, seriously? Come on, man. And I do and I do feel like, you know, there's this idea like, all right, I, I, I agree 100% with you, Whip, that it's hard, you know, being out here in Philly. It, it You have to be a certain type of player yep. to play in Philadelphia. But at the same time, we don't ask you to win. We ask you to give heart. Right. Like, we're yep. not here to, to only applaud you when you're doing well. We're here to applaud you when we see you give effort, when you see that you're accountable and we see that you actually give all. The, the reason we love JoJo, the reason we love Ryan Dawkins, the reason we love AI ain't because they brought home no trophies, ain't because they brought home no 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 medals, no anything. It's because they gave their heart. Facts. Yep. Facts. You felt like they gave everything they had to the city. Exactly. And that's what we want out of these fans, these players. And and it is unfortunate that for whatever reason we couldn't connect that way with Ben. And that he ultimately got in the way of himself being great in this city by refusing to grow. Period. And and, and I still say fuck him. It's an All right, well, well we know how Whip feels it's about such it. It's a bad story to come out. Like you, you, he's trying to build his image up and then a story like that comes out. People be like, oh man, like you know, you know what's gonna be beautiful. You know what's gonna be beautiful, John. People, people, like, he's likable. He's likable. It's just it, he doesn't shoot the ball. You, you know what's gonna be beautiful, bro. Not to cut you off, when his punk ass do get traded, when fucking and B bang on his dumb ass, and I can't wait. I can't wait to see that shit. Well, <laughs> well, it's it's coming, it's coming, y'all. So, so I really, I really want to switch, switch lanes, switch gears, get to why we really here. You know, we're three birds in a punt podcast. You know, you know, we really got to talk about what's good with those birds. Um, I want to start with the training camp QB report. Okay, there's a lot to talk about um, with training camp. There's a lot of news coming out of training camp. But I really feel like we should give some time to Jalen Hurts and how you feel like Jalen Hurts is doing and 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 his ability to be QB1. I don't know if you guys listened to uh, Coach Sirianni's last press conference, but he was given an opportunity to, to name Jalen as the starter. He declined to name Jalen as the starter, even though, for all intents and purposes, Joe Flacco was not getting any you know, one, you know, team one reps, he's getting all, you know, second team reps. So Jalen's getting all the first team reps, yet coach refuses to name him starter. Like, what's going on with that? What do you think they're thinking and feeling about uh, Jalen? And I see John with your hand, but I got to go with Whip first since you got the you got the first yeah, word last right, time, yeah. all right? Whip, how do you feel about this whole thing? What's well, your report card well, on Jalen so far? first and foremost, my QB1 looks marvelous <laughs> he does all right physically fit yes. 
Secondly, the reason why Coach Sirianni can't say what he really feel is because of that weasel ass Roseman. All right, we all know what it is. It's like, listen, at the end of the day, you know, um, I ain't gonna mention his name until we discuss it in our next topic. But you know how you Third, know how we yes, you know night. how uh, Weasel Roseman operates. So to to answer your question, Afia, that's because of Weasel Roseman. He can't he can't really say how he feel, but to stay on on the QB one, Jalen Hurts is that dude. He deserved it to 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 prove to the world that he's a real QB one. And there's a lot of doubters out there, man, in the media, you know. But but what I haven't heard is what all of a sudden now everybody is you know changing their mind. They like hold up, man. We 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 talk bad about the Eagles. They might they might be the surprise team. Them motherfuckers are looking good. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. you got Quez Watkins just comes out of nowhere. Yo, that's our topic three. We'll get into yeah. these standouts, but let's just on on Hurts though. You know, John, like, what do you what do you think? What are your thoughts on QB one and and his ability to sort of take hold in a public way um, that position. He he surprised me because the first two practices weren't so great for him, but entire OTAs and camp, like he's he's been he's been making some special throws. Um, I think he's ready to take on the next take the next step, and uh, I'm excited for him. I just hope that they wrap him in a bubble, make sure he doesn't get hurt. I just want him to have a good opportunity. Uh, that and it starts with the offensive line. It starts with um, having a healthy Zach Ertz. I think if we retain Ertz, Ertz oh, I think Ertz go in for a special Ertz season. Yeah, Ertz ain't going away yeah. now. I'm, 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 I'm convinced. You know, uh, y'all know, y'all know very well. I am, I am said it once, said it multiple times. I'm, a, I'm a Jalen Hurts skeptic. I, I am waiting to be wild in a way that lets me know that he is, you know, QB1. I think <clears throat> my my our, our, my friend Whit brought up Weasel Roseman, Howie, uh, had an interview on um, uh, the NFL Network, and he, and he said it himself, he's waiting for Jalen to come in and take the reins. I think it's interesting that they're still using the same terminology that they used at the beginning of training camp. We're now kind of into that second, third week or second week or whatever, and they're still using the same phrase. We're, we're waiting and hoping for Jalen to come in and take the reins. I think I think that sort of speaks to a, a hesitancy with, with Jalen that I think is internal because um, what I've noticed myself, you know, to keep it in context, I think Jalen is doing really well. If you read the tweets on Twitter, you go follow the, the reporters who, who go to the training camp, Jalen has a great deep ball. Uh, Jalen is is very good at giving the ball a lot of touch. So a lot of the receivers are able to to run underneath the ball, catch it in stride. He's very good at catch, uh, throwing a ball that you can catch in stride. So that's great. That's awesome. But when I go then and read the actual articles about the training camp reports and the observations, I'm seeing that they're saying like Jalen struggles with accuracy, Jalen struggles with consistency, and and it's very, very difficult for the offense to matriculate the ball down the field when Jalen's um, um, running the offense. And that kind of concerns me a little bit because at the end of the day, 
um, while we do love the big plays and we do love the, 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 you know, the chunk plays and the big shots, at football is about 10 yards. You know, it's about your ability to get a first down again and again and again and again until you reach the end zone. And that is something that the first team offense has struggled with. Now, whether that is because the offensive line isn't quite healthy yet, we still have Isaac Samau out, we have BB out, um, we still don't know who's going to be the left tackle, Andre Dillard or, or Jordan Malata, or whether or not, yeah, we'll get into that, John, I know I want to talk about that in the next segment, but whether or not it's the wide receivers, that's the problem, because they're really young, you know, uh, Devontae Smith has an MCL sprain, so we, I don't know what it is that is causing us to not be consistent enough to be able to move the ball down the field, but so far in training camp, defense has won every single day. That at this point, I don't know. It makes me a little. It makes me happy because it sounds like our defense is going to eat. You know, get a lot of sacks, get a lot of pressure, take a lot of uh, 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 burden off our back seven. But it makes me worried about the uh, us being on the field as an offense. I think we're not going to be that, well, that good. Well, j- just on. just just like. That Eagles fan who was in that wedding that Coach Sirianni and his wife crashed, he told him mm-hmm. at the end, run the damn ball. <laughs> yeah. Right? So hopefully he listened to that Eagles fan. Shout out to that Eagles fan from all of us at Three Birds and a Punt because that's what we want the coach to do, run the damn rock. So Absolutely. hopefully he listens to him. Yeah, don't listen to, oh, don't listen to the owner who gets Correct. pissy when we win a game against the Patriots by running the damn ball. Yeah, run the damn ball, bruh. Yeah, you know? I can't stand that guy. So, I mean, honestly, I want to actually get into that to, to kind of talk about this third segment, you know, um, there have been a lot of training camp standouts. There are a lot of names that we can talk about that have actually been popping up as pretty pretty good. I think it's crazy that we have I think like eight running backs on the on the on the roster right now. That lets you know right off the bat we're gonna be pounding the rock. Hell we're gonna yeah. be a running team. Hell yeah. You know, so I wanna know from y'all's perspective, who are y'all standouts? Who are y'all training camp wonders week two weeks hey. in? You know, let me start with you. Uh, all right, Webb, I hear yeah. you. Hey, 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 John, say it with me, dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm going. Grown exactly. ass man. man. All right. Grown ass man. Grown ass man. Up, Everybody mm-hmm. counted this cat out. We always counted this cat in. All right. This dude used to be a thousand yard rusher. All right. On the Chicago Bears. And he got chemistry with Miles Sanders. Yes, I am talking about Jordan Howard. Everybody was talking about, uh, what's the name, Kerryon Johnson. You haven't heard mm-hmm. shit about him. Nope. nope. All right. They saying right now, and every Eagle fan that's been keeping up with the Eagles training camp been saying Jordan Howard's been eating. All right. Mm-hmm. Dude got kids to feed. <laughs> All right. He, 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 yeah, he ain't trying to lose his job because. He he he's not trying to do it. So I, boy. I I'm I'm looking forward and I'm praying to God that that dude make the team because that is my guy. All right. So yep. I, I'm just looking forward to it, man. I, I think I think Jordan Howard is standing out. Quez Watkins is just blowing people's mm-hmm. minds. Okay. Yeah. His route yes, running is man. greatly improved. And, and listen, if that dude can find his little niche. And continue to do the shit that he's doing, and you know he's fast as hell. One of the fastest players yes, in the league. Lord. Yeah. If you let me tell you something right now, man. And I'm, and I'm gonna let I'm not, and I'm gonna give it to John. 
if Quez Watkins somehow happens to become that receiver that the guy that Afia don't like, Mr. Ward, <laughs> this team he got the go. This team will be deadly. And that's real. Yo, she cannot stand that man, dude. That man is you slow. Like I'm sorry, Greg Ward is slow. I'm, he's got great hands. He's a great teammate. It's great that he's a he's a he's a he's a consummate professional. He's slow as fuck. I like I just don't understand. Are we playing turtle ball? Is this the walk football? Like how does that work? They said the same thing about Jason Avant. They did. No, but Jason Avant they was the same thing about Jason, Jason Avant. Uh, Jason Greg Avant. Ward is not catching. Greg Ward is not catching passes Jason like Jason Avant. Damn, that dude. Still, John. I, I, hey, 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 I don't know what for you. Dude is nice with his hands. You did say that. He nice. It's he has he has nice hands, but he don't have Jason Avant hands. So y'all really need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> calm down, okay? I, 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 Actually, I'm just saying. It's kind of strange. You know, you it's know what? Strange. I, all, I'm say say is, all, all I'm going to say is the Eagles have a lot of players that wouldn't last a week on somebody else's team. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Greg Ward's one of them. There you go. Sorry. Again. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, my training camp stand out, okay? I have to put it in there. Sorry, John, I'm going to take this one. Is uh, Zach McPherson. Yes. McPherson? McPherson. McPherson, He's yeah. He's stand out so far. Yes. I think I, I read a report that said that had we not picked up Steven Nelson, he would have solidified himself at that left corner spot, which is really interesting because there was a lot of doubt about his ability to to man that spot because he was like a little under six foot or right at six foot or something like that. But he's really come on and, and made a name for himself in camp. He's somebody that they're that they're always paying attention to and he always has a very positive play. His eyes are always in the right place. So I'm really excited right there because we really, really need a cornerback to develop well in our system. We don't have any homegrown quarterbacks that we can really rest our, our hats on. You know, I love Avante Maddox, but he really hasn't proven anything since his rookie year. So we'll see. Not to cut you off, Fee, I apologize, but let me say that to you. Do you think this might be the end of Maddox, uh, Avante? Well, no, I think he has a he has a he has a place either in the slot as a nickel, or honestly, to to, to be completely honest, I would like to see him as safety. I would like to see him out there, you know, not in a box, but but in the range, you know, kind of out there giving 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 him a bigger picture of the field, which will allow his ball skills and, to, and that, to and play that, well. And that'd you know? be cool because we haven't had a fast safety in a long ass time. In a long time, in a long time. So I think I I, I don't know. I, I want to see how he could do manning that slot mm-hmm. nickel spot. It basically is another sort of safety you could tell Jonathan Gannon is doing this sort of uh 2-5 at the back end so it'll be very interesting to see how he deploys the linebackers and the the nickel corners as it were you know you, sometimes in in uh Jim Schwartz system um um Malcolm would be an extra linebacker like a quasi linebacker almost you know so it'll be interesting to see if Jonathan Gannon will have something like that happen and maybe he has Avante maybe take that role we don't I mean I don't, I don't necessarily see him as a linebacker he don't got thump but he has great cover skills so it would be very interesting to see how he would he would play as as a coverage uh safety yeah, yeah. 
Malcolm was at a racer. Mm-hmm. Malcolm's at a racer. We, we're missing that. We oh, do. Yeah, and, missing and, and, that. You know, I 100% I agree. But you know what? Here's another position that we ain't talking about. The linebackers look crisp, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I man. do, though. They do. I'm worried about that line. They're just hurt. Davion Taylor was walking around with a boot. We still haven't gotten Alex Singleton back. I haven't seen TJ Everett's name really flash at all. Um, I hear Eric Wilson's doing yeah. all right. That's that's yeah. pretty good. That's safety, but Joe Osman. I mean, we'll see. Joe Osman and, and Jannard Avery having a good camp. That's what too. I'm saying. It's right. like yeah, right. But they're now Jannard Avery is changing position, so we'll have to see how that plays in the in the regular season. Now Joe Osman always has a great camp, but then something always happens. You know, like for, yeah. at this point, I expect him to have a great camp, but then shit goes wrong. I mean, true. That's oh, true. At, at, at the at the end of the day, man. At the end of the day. And, and, and I speak to all of us when I say, thank fucking God football is back, yo. Yes! Because, like, Nothing is you, better you know, than I, yo, and I, and I hate to say this, but Eagle fans, don't be mad at me. I love you. It was good to see the fucking Cowboys and the fucking Steelers playing a fucking football game. It, that just lets you know that it's back. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and yes, I hate the Cowboys more than anything on this earth. My colleagues will tell you. But damn, just to see them boys running around, I just felt good to see that, man. And and, and yeah. it's, it's just a beautiful sight, man. It's back. I, I believe that the Eagles will take a big step this year. It's going to take some time. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. I think that we got the right coaches in place. Coach Sirianni is that dude, man. All right, that dude, his intensity is something I ain't never seen before. You know, he look. You know, you know the boy, the real deal. When he tell motherfuckers to attack, sleep. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So right. I'm loving that man. That's a positive intensity. Correct. I want to give I want to give John a last word. Who is your final tra- training camp standout? Mm-hmm. Who you really feel like has has shown in these last couple of weeks of training camp? Miles Sanders. Okay, why you got Booby on there? He been dropping yeah, balls. Yeah, been dropping balls, bro. Not even, huh? been dropping he balls. He the other day. You got Booby on Talk there. Talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah. Talk to me. Yeah, he's gonna show out this year. He's gonna show out this year. He's gonna show out. He he's gonna show out this year. Well, I mean, may, may, you may he's, be he's right. I, I, his running is crisp. He he's he's definitely attacking the off season. He had, he had what six rushes of fifty yards or more. Mm-hmm. He led the, I think he led it like was tied for first in the lead for longest runs fifty yards or more. Mm-hmm. Like he had a, a big chunk of his his rushing total yards from like eight runs. Like, six but he got runs. butter like, in his dude. hand recently, though, bro. His his hand's been butter, man. Everything with Carson because Carson was changing the play in the line. I think no, no, no. Yeah. He means I think what means in practice. I'm talking about in practice. training camp right now. <laughs> they they have been saying that he's he's had trouble with catching passes and he's, he's had you know a couple of fumbles. Oh yeah, the fumbles. But I mean, he's gonna get an opportunity. Well, yeah. I tell you what, if he don't, if if, if he continues, if he continues to keep having the dropsies. That Gainswell dude gonna definitely damn sure take his goddamn job. I'm finna take. We'll I'm, see. I'm we'll see. He's that. had a slow start to camp, so I I agree, I agree though overall with Whip's impression of it that that 
you gotta understand, Bo- Booby wasn't drafted by this coaching regime, even though the GM did draft him. I, you know how I feel about Howie Roseman's drafting. Period. I don't want to make this a Howie Roseman show, but you know I don't like how he drafts. I think, I think we finally got a coaching staff that is very dedicated to attention to detail. So we'll finally get to see if it's coaching or if it's talent. I honestly, genuinely, I love Miles Sanders. I love Booby. I don't know if he's great. I think he's good. I love Dallas Sanders. I love Dallas. I don't know if he's great. I think he's good. I think, you know, it's very easy to draft good players. There are Donna dozen. It's very difficult to draft great players, and that's where Howie Roseman hasn't really shown himself to be um, good at his job because he hasn't drafted any great players. So it, it, it would be really interesting to see how it, how Miles Sanders' season is going to play out because I, I agree early on they're going to give him a lot of carries. They're going to they're gonna expect him to be a three-down back. And if he's dropping passes like he's doing in practice, He's not going to be a three-down back for long. You know what? You know what the weirdest thing is for this for my 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 second standout. This dude didn't even play the sport. Like yes, I was waiting on you guys to bring him up. Puerto Milata entered the NFL international program from the bottom. Like learn, like went to a training camp, not even really knowing the sport somehow entered that amnesty program and got drafted by the Eagles in the seventh round to go from that and then he gets here and he's not playing and he's this big dude he's kind of like a ball of clay you don't know what is going to become of him if he turns out wow and I think we're on the verge of wow like the dude has been the best player out of everybody there every day the dude rarely gets beat yeah. Winning that it's left not, tackle not, spot, not, hands down. Yeah. Crazy. He's, he, like, yeah, he really winning that. So Dillard, Dillard done, though. He, 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 that, that boy is cooked beef. He out of here, dude. Yeah. Well, my lot of well, we'll see what we can get out of him. Maybe with Cleveland. I'm sorry, I'm sorry Cincinnati. My lot is going to be, we, we might have a, a left tackle for a, another decade and a half, decade, decade. Absolutely. It might be one of those dudes that we. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be something else. I'm I'm glad you 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 mentioned him and we can we have him for last because he's a great story. Three Birds fans, if you haven't checked out Jordan Mailata's story, go on YouTube, check out his journey through the uh through the international program to the NFL draft. It's a great story. He is a great person, and uh, I really do wish him the best. And I and I also really wish him you know, all the success in the world, especially on our team, you know, if, if he can stay healthy. It's all about the health at the end of the day. <clears throat> That's true. All That's right, true. y'all. Um, let's get into our last topic of the night. This one's a little bit of a sensitive topic. You know, th- at Three Birds, we, we don't hold anything back, but we always try to make sure our topics are relevant to, to the day. And, and if you are anybody and you are an Eagles fan and you're not sleeping under a rock, you know that the Eagles have been attached to this person and 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 his name since um, uh, the story broke that he wanted to be traded and he wanted out of Houston Texan, um, and and we have been tied to him and and we had our coach 
give a, a press conference the other night and he did not dispel the rumors and he did not tamp down the rumors. So so it's very interesting to think that there's a possibility that Deshaun Watson could be a Philadelphia Eagle. So this discussion that we're going to have right now is is real. Um, it's, it's pertinent. You know, we got to talk about it. Um, for any of those who, who are triggered and who find themselves um, dealing with any type of sexual allegations or sexual harassment, sexual assault, please, please feel free to feel free to uh, go check out any of our other episodes. Download another episode of Three Birds and a Punt. Um, for those who feel like taking this journey with us, we're going to talk about it. You know, what do you feel? I'll start with you, Whip. How do you feel about this idea that Deshaun Watson could become a Philadelphia Eagle, um, especially when you consider um, the allegations that he is currently facing? All right, so this is a, a sensitive conversation. So, ladies and gentlemen, please know what I'm about to say is from a football standpoint, okay? It's not from a human relations standpoint. Now, the allegations and what this man has done is fucked up, okay, if it's true. From a football standpoint, the dude is a fucking killer, man, as a QB, all right? Um, I had time to think about this from the last conversation we had, guys, and, you know, my last point on it was, this is Deshaun Watson we talking about, man. You know, and and I and I understand the allegations. And uh, let me say my piece on this. And I said this last time. I don't know what that man did. And like I said just a few minutes ago, if he did these things, he should be banned from the National Football League forever. He shouldn't even be mentioned no more. But, but. I find it strange that all of this shit came out on draft day. Everything. I mean, it dropped mm-hmm. literally on draft day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Soon as that man said he wanted to leave, this is when the shit start hitting the fan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, once again, <clears throat> I have no clue on what this man did. Let's just be fair. Now, you got some people be like, well, you got all these allegations. You got 20-something women coming out. Maybe so. I I agree with that. I agree. But guess what? We haven't heard from Deshaun Watson. His lawyers got him hushed. We haven't heard a word from him. Okay? Nope. All I'm saying is this, man. I'm the type of dude. I need to see if this man going to be found guilty. Or not. Now, if he's not found guilty of fear, bring him here. I, I'm just saying. Now, even though we got our QB one and he and he blowing people's mind, once again, John, this is Deshaun Watson. Keep in mind, dog. Put put all the allegations to the side for a second. Let's just just let's just act like we haven't even heard that shit. But we we already know it's out there. But this is Deshaun Watson we talking about. All right, you put you put him on this team with the weapons that they have right now, without all the allegations. Who gonna stop that team, bro? I mean, that's all, that's, that's, that's all true. I'm saying on that. That's all I'm saying on it. I mean, that's it. 
All right, I, I hear yeah. you, Whip. I, I, and I and I and I appreciate your your take mm-hmm. on it. You know, but I think I think unfortunately, even though we'd like to live in a world where we can think about these things in a vacuum and we can separate the 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 allegations from the player and the 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 story from the talent and this and the third we don't unfortunately you know if we could everybody would be a superstar and and nobody would ever ever fail at anything you know life life is all about context life is all about the the shit that influences you so you know for for those three birds fans who know uh, I work in the mental health field. I train in the mental health field. So this this issue is is very sensitive, and I feel compelled to to give a give a more nuanced response than 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 my guy Whip. Even though I agree with your take, if you're thinking about it in a vacuum, if you're thinking about it separate from the allegations, you're right. He's a special talent, and we should not be turning our backs on special talents. We should be doing our due diligence. But when you do your due diligence, when you look into Deshaun Watson, who he is as a person, not just the persona that he presents to the public, but all the nitty gritty, dirty, secret, private investigator shit that he doesn't want you to find out. It's a really sordid tale. And um, I am I am struck to, to encourage all three birds fans to go read two very excellent sports illustrated articles that they wrote about the Deshaun Watson uh, saga, about the Deshaun Watson issue, because I think that if you are struggling to figure out how to support a player like that, or figure out if what is true and what is fake, what is true and what is conspiracy in this whole thing, um, the Sports Illustrated does a very good job of breaking it down, because they have no they have no dog in this hunt. They're not pro- NFL, they're not pro player. They just want to know what's out there. And if you if you really do look at what's out there, I am not here to say that Deshaun Watson is guilty. That is for uh, the court, and that's for the NFL to investigate. But this this man is not walking away unscathed. Whether or not he is found guilty by a jury of his peers for the civil matter or the criminal matter, the NFL is absolutely going to suspend this man. Because at bare minimum, the things that the reporters found, the NFL can find. And if they find any of the women who the reporters found to be credible in their story and the information that they have, Deshaun Watson has done some despicable things. And and he needs to be held accountable for that. And I also do think we need to really recognize um, you know, Whip brought up that he himself hasn't spoken, but his lawyers have spoken, and their defense is not that these people are, are whole cloth liars. Their defense is it was consensual and that it's blackmail. So I do think we really need to be thinking about this idea that why is he seeking um, these type of sexual uh, concourse interactions with massage therapists? You, there are places to go. You want a good time? You want to get a happy ending? There are places to go that you can do that and never have to worry, okay? Even, we got owners who go to places like that and never have to worry about getting caught. So for him to be going to 26 different women in order to have this type of transaction, it's weird. I'm sorry. It's weird. There's regular women out there. Why are you going to 26 women to have a happy ending transaction? That's weird. It's crazy. 
wrong with him? <laughs> it, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. On the What's wrong with him? I don't want him here. What the heck? Right. I'm just saying. What on the, the face of it, all here. things being considered, on the face of it, if you had heard, you know, we we, we we take his name, we black out his name, we identify his name, and you say, oh, look at this special talent, but he's also gone to 26 different massage therapists. <laughs> You would be like, that's weird creepo shit. I don't know if I want that player. You know? And they're real licensed, like, like, uh, yeah, these are mental, these are medical therapy. professionals. These are not, this is not a massage parlor. This is not some type of sketchy, you know, backwater place that you could go get your rocks off. These are licensed professionals who are coming in to do a job and being harassed at their place of business by this grown man who don't know how to keep his penis to himself. Period. Did you hear the one where the, recently where the girl was talking about it? About what happened? Yeah, that was... It's disturbing. It's disturbing. It's disturbing. The allegations are disturbing. And if even one of them are true, and he's saying this is consensual, it's blackmail, it's disturbing. Why are you going to do those type of things with those type of people? You are an NFL star. You should not be putting yourself in those positions. And for him to not take any responsibility and accountability, to not be putting himself in those positions... That's a red flag for me too, because he's blaming it all on the massage therapist. But you contacted them, you sought them out. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know, John. What's your take on it, bro? Steer clear, my dear. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the talent, yeah. The contract, no. The contract, no. We just got out of a situation with Carson. No. No, we just got out of a handcuff situation. We gotta build our cap up, go draft players, and go just do our thing. That's that's the the bottom line. Like we, there's no offense buts about it. We can't bring them here. It'll destroy all the effort it took to get under the cap. Yeah, you know I what I mean. You right. right. Maybe after the season. Maybe after the season, because at that point we'll say, hey, Jalen's not the number one. Maybe we'll go and get. Deshaun Watson. If if he's if he's clear of allegations, bro. Yeah, if he's cleared, and you will know what the NFL punishment though. might be, bro. He may it's get just, clear of everything, and then still get a six game penalty or a twelve or or seventeen game penalty. You don't know. You really, if he don't. takes a plea deal, if he takes a plea deal or something, where it's like reduced time, and he he gets traded here. They will vilify that dude. They will flame right. That's him. another great how... point, John. Like it's, it'll be worse than when Mike Vick came. It'll right. be worse. Than... Absolutely, absolutely. Because be I do, hurt. I don't think hurt. the like like the number one thing I think that stops Deshaun Watson from becoming a Philadelphia Eagle is honestly Deshaun Watson. He has a no trade clause, so he has a lot of leverage and choosing his destination and my understanding is like we're third or fourth on his list and we really honestly shouldn't even be on this list because as we just talked about in our first segment our media our city is relentless okay yep. we will not hold back we will not hold no punches and I just don't know if Deshaun Watson and the Philadelphia Eagles fans are ready to wake up every Sunday morning to the Philadelphia Inquirer with another catchy uh, tagline about how Deshaun Watson fumbled the ball and fumbled his cases with the sexual assault. Like, we don't need any of that shit. 
We don't need the stories. We don't need the victim stories. Danger. Danger. You know, if he does get training hairs, I'm like, old city woman complained about inappropriate touching. Like, oh, here we go again. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Something about something about you know, uh, uh, Deshaun Watson traded traded to the Eagles. No. Uh, uh, owner makes sure he knows only to touch football. <laughs> not, not, not employees. You know, stop the bullshit. Just, just a bunch of bullshit, okay? We don't, we don't need it. I'm sorry, not to make fun. We're not trying to make fun of any, any, any sexual assault, any harassment and allegations. We take that extremely serious here at Three Birds in a Pond. We're just making it clear and plain that Philly media is not built to handle this no, no. issue in a sensitive, no, caring I, manner. And if he's trying to rehab I, his I, image, I, he ain't going to do it in I agree 100% they will fucking toast the shit out of him, bro. And oh if, my if, God, if, they if, you, if you thought, if you thought what, what they did to Michael Vick was something, God damn. Are you kidding? Yo, the way that they would come to the games just to yell at Mike Vick and call him a, a animal abuser and yeah, this, that, and a third. And mind you, this man paid his debt to society. This man went in and 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 mind you, from the circumstances that surrounded Mike Vick, he was he was caught up in trusting the wrong people. This is not like Deshaun Watson, where he is accused of bad behavior himself. Okay? Yeah. It's just it's just a situation that that really shouldn't even be talked about. And honestly, for me, it just shows me that we're not sold on Jalen because if we were, we would be doing everything we can to quash this because it's, it's kind of sick. I agree. Everything that goes around it, even just talking about it, makes you feel sort of icky because there is no resolution. We don't really know what happened. And all we have is a lot of conjecture and a lot of rumor. How we even said it, too. When he was interviewed, he even said, like, everyone ties Philly into it just because it seems like an ideal landing spot, and that might not be the case. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but, I mean, they, they keep in their like, options I, I was think, like, whoa, snap. I just okay. think that where there's smoke, there's fire, you know? Like, I don't – I feel like we've, we've heard it consistently that the Eagles are doing their research. They're they're keeping their options open. They're 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 monitoring the situation. They, they use so many different words to tell you that if they could pull the trigger on Deshaun Watson, they would. They would. And, and honestly, I just hope that Deshaun Watson says no. Facts. Period. I said, I hope he says no, because because the Eagles are stupid enough to trade for him, and it would be a complete and utter shit show. Set us back. It'll set us back again. We got lo- we're gonna lose Fletcher Cox. We're gonna lose Brandon Grant. We're gonna lose everybody. All the vets that are due contracts and extensions. That's gonna put us in cap hell all over again. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Last word, John. Doesn't make sense. All right, y'all. We gotta get out of here because my battery's dying, and we got to pay the bills. You know our QB one say. The rent is due. Okay. Make sure that you are subscribing and downloading to the podcast. We're streaming on Apple, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Three Birds and a Punt. On Instagram at Three Birds and a Punt. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can follow me personally at According to Afia. You can follow my friends John and Whit. Let them know, y'all. You see where I'm pointing at, right? You see what I'm looking up at? That's my handle right there. All right. How about you, John? You can follow me at John Monroe Jr. John Monroe Jr. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
We was waiting on it. This has been another episode of Three Birds and a Punt. Great to have you back. I can't wait to get into the season with my guys. Welcome back, football. Welcome back. Welcome back, football. Go Birds. Peace. Go Birds.